I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. This is Bob Shoy. And what you're about to hear on this episode of Weird Tales and the Unexplainable is a... Um, collection of uh, audio recordings made over the week of Christmas 2021 uh, featuring me and various members of my family uh, into the microphone or in the background but predominantly my brothers Danny and Alfie uh, Danny being my main co-host for this episode and you'll also hear uh, Rebecca who you've heard on previous episodes before as well and uh, don't expect us to go super in-depth, this is just uh, a little bit of fun, a little bit of a bonus episode um, to go up after Christmas and New Year. And to be honest, it's just a lot of us uh, messing around. But if you're not familiar with the Exmoor Beast, um, a large black cat with many reported sightings um, for our Exmoor in England, which is where we spent our Christmas, uh, our family Christmas this year. So... We have a little bit of an explore and and uh, chat about the Exmoor Beast throughout this episode, as well as other silly things. So uh, enjoy this episode, or don't, but here it is. Testing, testing, one, two, three. On the pod, um, what name are you going by? Uh, <laughs> you do your real name, don't you? Yeah. I go by a couple names. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Diddy. No, I'm just calling Dan. I'm Danny. just going to say Danny, my brother. My brother. Don't just call the phone to me, brother. Hey, bro. Brother. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is Bob Shoy, and it's a little bit of a New Year special recorded on the week of Christmas. For this episode, as hinted on the ones building up to it, I'm joined by a very special co-host. This is my brother. And fan. And fan. This is my brother, Danny. Hello, guys. Here he is. Oh, we've got a car. We've literally started recording already. We're getting mowed down. They don't want us around here. So, uh, so we're recording from... Um, is it a town? Yeah, Small top town. of Dolverton, I'd say. Dolverton in uh, Exmoor. What's the view like, Dan, from here? It's pretty spectacular. You've got the wide horizons. You can see all the houses, all the chimney smoke. It's, it's pretty angelic. It's wintry. Yeah. It's uh, a little bit chilly. Not too bad yet. No, no snow it's yet. Not that bad. But anyway, today, well, today, this 
episode we're going to be talking about throughout this week, we're going to be talking about the Exmoor Beast. Ooh. What do you know about the Exmoor Beast, Dan? I know that the Exmoor Beast was meant to be a puma, but I've heard rumours that it might not be a puma. Right, and there might not be a puma. It might be an, the actual Exmoor. An actual beast. Yeah. That looks like a big cat. Yeah. <laughs> looks like a puma, <laughs> but it's not a puma. <laughs> not alive anymore apparently as well oh really yeah oh that's gonna scuffle the week (laughs) let's just pretend it is for the sake of this (laughs) so they found bones didn't they i looked that up did they yeah but it was puma bones that's why they think it's a puma they found puma bones yeah they actually did that that was the one bit of research actually done oh there we go they found puma bones in the moors we'll look into that a bit more yeah so coming up on this episode we're gonna have a little bit of um digging into the bones of the past (laughs) damn just did that Um, probably going to ask some locals if they have any experiences or knowledge or memories of the beast Um, and we might actually end up heading out to the moors themselves where the beast has been spotted so it is a big black cat that's been spotted across the moors uh, for many many years killing killing livestock killing livestock and uh, shitting people up basically so anyway it's our little intro. We're just having a walk, a morning walk around the town. We're going to, uh, oh, we'll probably get a bottle of Exmoor Beast yeah. for the drink from the local brewery to sup while we host. Yeah, that'll do. So anyway, that's the plan. And uh, we'll see just see how right. it goes. Yeah. Probably do a bit of research as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> testing, testing, one, Here's two, three. <laughs> so we're at the bridge. What is it? The bridge pub. Is that it? Drinking it. Oh, Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. We've spotted a couple locals. Too scared to interview them. So, Dan, what I was wondering is when we started, we did the intro yesterday, we walked around town. Yep. And I said to you, if we see any locals, yep. you were going to interview them, ask them about the Exmoor Beast. We sort of chucked that in at the beginning. Yeah. How many locals have we seen since then that might know something about the beast? Probably a good five, a good five locals, I'd say. I, I would say minimum. Minimum. And I want to know how many you've had the courage to go up and talk to. Zero. So tomorrow's is, a different day, though. Tomorrow's another day. So this is what I'm saying. We've got listeners. Dan, I want Dan to be the one who does the interviews. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, he's already lost his courage. But we've had a tip off. <laughs> we've had a tip off. There's a man in the music shop. The man from the music shop apparently knows about the Expo Beast, so tomorrow we're going to give him a knock on the door. Somebody's knocking at the door. Someone's ringing the bell. We're going to give him one of them, and uh, we're going to see what he knows about the beast. Yeah, probably quite a lot. So as of tomorrow, we're going to go this full of plum, absolute seriousness yeah, now, and um, we'll get what we can. We're going on a nice walk tomorrow. I'll do a little bit of research tonight. We'll get the atmosphere of the walk. We'll talk about what we're studying. Sweet. We do some interviews tomorrow. Yeah. Then we got Christmas Day. If with that music man, he might give us some leads onto other people. It's Christmas Eve tomorrow. Yeah. Perfect. Christmas Eve, Christmas Exmoor Beast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As the old saying goes. goes. <laughs> and then a Christmas Day, and then we'll see what we can do. Try and fudge it together yeah. an episode on Boxing Day and Beyond. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Sorted. Stay tuned. We're out on a walk, outskirts of Dalvin Woods, and uh, there's been a little bit of speculation between the uh, others in our party 
about whether the X-Wall Beast is supposed to be a panther, a puma, a jaguar, etc. Yeah, Do you know, actually know which one it is? I read puma. You read puma? I read puma. Well, yeah. That's what I thought, so we'll take that as, as fact yeah. if we both thought it. <laughs> Dan's doing a bit of research, he's uh, got a solid theory. Yeah, I, 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 I believe in it. That's the one you think is the theory? Yeah, that's what I, I think. So you don't think it's a monster? I don't think it's a monster. You no. do think it's a cat? I think it's a cat, yeah. Right. And you think it's dead, potentially? Yeah, here you go. So some people they kept um, exotic am- animals in the in the what is it early 1970s, and and then in 1976 uh, an act was passed called the Dangerous Wild Animals Act, where I'm pretty sure it, it um, controlled keeping big cats in like um, what do you call it like private confinement. Yeah, yeah, not not without like uh, what's the word. So you can't just keep them at home like a dog. Domestic, right. that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then this is a theory that the collector died. The collector. The collector. He died right. and um, the animals escaped. And one of the animals that did escape is, was a, um, the Exmoor beast, apparently. Right. So a puma. And that makes the most sense, I think. And that, did you say that remains were potentially found? Yeah, they found a puma skull in the, in the moors, I'm pretty sure. Right, okay. And, um, so potentially we might be chasing a ghost here yeah but even saying that that after they found the head there was apparently more sightings of it like even to I think even to this day there's well here's a theory on that what's that ghost oh yeah ghost the ghost of the Exmoor beast yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> zhuzh it up yeah. for the paranormal audience <laughs> so uh, I should also mention it's Christmas Eve yeah feeling um, very Christmas Eve we've got the Christmas Eve atmosphere it's yeah. a little bit drizzly yeah I'm walking through the woods. If we see a local, we'll stop and ask him. If we don't, well, it doesn't matter, does it? No, that's like that. I just found something else. Oh, in uh, in 1983, in to, in response to the increased reports of livestock deaths within farms, yeah, um, the royal the Royal Marines staked out the Exmoor Hills. Although some marines claim to have seen the uh, beast with X-ray, X-ray vision, apparently. What the night goggle thing? Yeah, night vision equipment. It says flipping X. So that's how serious they took it. They yeah. sent the marines out. That must have. I mean, that's I don't want to downplay it. Yeah. But also, that must have been. They must have had nothing to do yeah. if they're, <laughs> if they're they sending them 1983. out. 1983. Not much was going on. No. Oh. Set probably. In 1983. They sent a bunch of marines out to search for the beast with night vision goggles. Did they all come back? Yeah. They came back, but some of them claimed to have seen it. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, the commanding officer was quoted as saying oh. that the, uh, the query behaved with high, almost human intelligence and always moved with surroundings cover amongst hedges and woods. So we're talking about some sort of super intelligent beast. Yeah. Here we are by the river here. Let's get some uh, nice ambiance. Yeah. I can skim a stone if you want. Alright. Hiya. 
How's it going? It's alright. Did you, uh, what do you think about this space? Well, you tell me, there's lots, lots of room there. <laughs> vague, what a vague answer, you tell me. Cool. I don't know a lot about it, you've always just banged on about it every time I come down. Dan just, was don't just go telling out at me. Night. You know, make sure that the doors are locked. Well, do I, have I ever said that? Make sure the doors are locked. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's a serious thing. Um, exactly. It's scary, you know. Dan reckons it's dead and it might be the ghost of the original beast. Oh. That's one of his... Uh, do you think it's like... No, maybe it's like... It's... Uh, Cool. It's got a breeding partner and there's a couple of them out there. It's one of his cockamamie theories that it might be a ghost. Right. Down for that. Okay. Okay. Plausible. Is it? No, but I'll give him, yeah. Whoa, here we come, sneaking up with facts. The creature was connected to almost 200 farm deaths. Whoa. Animal deaths. Connected because they said might have been that. Yeah. No, no actual evidence. Or was um, it just like an unusual amount of livestock? Mm. Weren't missing at a certain yeah. time, right? So yeah, more recent attacks were reported in 1995 and 2001, which is pretty surprising. Oh, because that's not that. I was going to say this is the thing that we say that doesn't sound long ago, but that is like 20 years ago. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Bodmin, where's that? Bodmin, that's near. Dad, where's Bodmin? Because well, there's a beast of Bodmin apparently as well. Beast of Bodmin. Oh, right. yeah. So a different one. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Bodmin. Okay, so the, well that's the thing, isn't it? The Exmoor beast isn't the only one of its kind across uh, England. That's what I'm saying. Maybe there's a few of them yeah. and they've like spread out. Ian Bray. Closer to home. Yeah. <laughs> Whipsnade, the Whipsnade beast. They're, they're always around zoos, aren't they? SKPs. I don't like how thin this path is. We'll be alright, don't worry. Got a steep hill So I would say, the for me, the Exmoor beast is the most famous. But these black, big black cats, um, they are a thing, aren't they? Yeah. In the UK. Yeah. What if you get that Americanness? Is this a thing in America? Do you get sightings of big black cats? I think it's more common in America for people to um, to keep dangerous animals, isn't it? Yeah. Like uh, Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King. Yeah. Do you think he was the king of the tigers? No. Throw her out. He's a tiger worshipper. Oh. Yeah. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out who on the podcast? Shout out Ray Long on the podcast. Shout out Ray Long on the podcast. See this? It's not a gift for listen. You can imagine seeing the beast stalking across there. What's that black thing there? There is. Oh my god. And none of us have got glasses on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that black figure on the hill. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. What Potentially. She's in there. Have we have seen something. There's a horse. That's what he wants you to think of. Yeah. He's pretending to be a horse. Yeah, it's, a it's not a sheep, because it's, it's black. Yeah, there is such a thing as a black sheep. sheep. Go on, then. What, what are your opinions on the Exmoor beast? You <laughs> 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 said your, dad, your dad's got... Your dad's got... Your dad's, your dad's got a friend that saw the Exmoor beast, am I correct? 
scared that camera out of my face. <laughs> Do you actually know anything about the base staff? No. I've seen it once, but I don't like to talk about it. That's what I'm saying on the map. Yeah? I've seen it once, but I don't Same like to talk about it. End of. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Merry Christmas, everyone. For one uh, day only. I've traded in my brother as co-host for... Hi, it's Becca. Hi, it's Becca. We're in a graveyard. We're in a graveyard on Christmas Day. Evening, it's very dark. We're trying to walk off some of the Christmas... Pudding. Grub. Pudding, mostly. Pudding and food, roast potatoes and gravy, parsnips and mm. beer and I just feel bloated. <laughs> um, but we had a Christmas there. But Becca, since I got you here alone, yeah. Um, have you learnt anything about the beast um, this week or just what you already know? Well I did learn a bit more that it, there's a couple of possibilities. This is what Dan was saying. Could be, uh, yeah exactly what he was saying. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I think it might still be out there. Oh, really? Yeah. When was the last sighting? Um, 2001. Oh, maybe not then. Maybe it's... Maybe it's Oh, it is dark down here. <laughs> it's very creepy. <laughs> I mean, oh God, I didn't even know that steps were there. This is pitch black. Are we yes. going up here? We should probably go back the other yeah, way. let's go up here. Come on. Okay. So anyway, yeah, it's Boxing Day tomorrow, yeah. and um, I think we're going to go for a big old walk, as if we haven't done much of that already, but uh, on tomorrow's walk we might see if we can um, chat some locals. find further traces. I mean, you keep saying chat some locals. Dan's too scaredy cat. No, Dan's not <laughs> here. Can I ask your opinion on whether you think he's actually going to do it? No. He's too scared of cat. He is. So, listeners, what happened was we got here. He's been keen about doing this. All mouth. All mouth. And when I said when we got here, like, oh, I was wondering if you might go into some local. Say you're doing it for a college project. Ask him if they know anything about the beast. His age to his advantage, you mean. Exactly. He was like, yeah, definitely, I will do that. I'm keen. And I've sent him in shops and helped people with the recorder. We've got a good, some cu- good couple of leads, haven't we? Yeah. Mm. Maybe I'll have to step in. But yeah, he has not plucked up the courage as of yet. It's Boxing Day tomorrow, so maybe, but I'm thinking there still might not be that many people around. And we've got one more day before we head home, so if he doesn't kick it into gear on that last day, prepare for a disappointment. We're going to leave you on uh, tenterhooks as to whether or not (laughs) there's going to be something juicy later in this episode. But as it is... It's starting to rain a little bit, but it's nice and atmospheric, isn't it? Yeah. As it is, Merry Christmas, everyone, uh, for a few weeks ago, whenever you listen to this. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Boxing Day. Or you'll hear us tomorrow on Boxing Day. Happy mm. holidays if you're not celebrating Christmas. What's your favourite Christmas song, Becca? Oh, it's got to be Chestnuts. I don't know. Um, oh, I don't know, actually. Oh, she awesome. I don't know, a little oh, dross, Where actually are we, Dan? 
We're at uh, Tar Steps. Tar Steps. Tar Steps. And that is, it's like, oh god, it's a bit muddy, it's a bit wet. Tar Steps, um, it's like a river yeah. with wood uh, stone stepping stones across it and a big woodland surrounding. And we're doing a Boxing Day walk. But on the way here, we drove through the moors. The moors. Mm. Um, home of the Exmoor Beast. The Exmoor Beast. You might have heard us mention the Exmoor Beast yeah. a few times. <laughs> did you I, see anything on the way here? I didn't know. Sadly. No, neither did I. Oh well, case closed. <laughs> the prime location for the Exmoor Beast. We'll have another look on the way back, but uh, I don't know if he's around anymore. No. That old beastie. Beastie boy. <laughs> what I find weird about these big cats, or these beasts, these beasts yeah. they're always big cats, yeah. and they're always black. Yeah. They're never like lions or yeah, like or gorilla. Yeah. It's always like the big black cat that escaped from the zoo. What happened to the other animals? Yeah. I'm gonna ask Becca. See, so she knows. These beasts, yeah. these black cats, yeah. why is it always a black cat that is seen? I think because right. if it was any other colour, they'd probably have uh, caught it. Right. It's more obvious. Right. I think a black cat, if you see a little glimpse of it, it's kind of gone into the night, isn't it? Yeah, but you don't see like a gorilla. Well, no, but because I don't think gorillas could survive in this climate. Oh, right. And with, like, I don't think they eat eat anything that isn't like uh what's the word fruit don't they yeah but we don't Bob. have we don't have you around no they eat like bamboo don't they i thought they're like bananas uh, only in your cartoons only in the pg tips adverts they drink tea and eat bananas don't they <laughs> they're perfect for the english climate they found them hiding out native. in the back of the drum shop. Native, that's what I was saying. Native. I don't eat any native, uh, like, wildlife or foliage. Well, so, desperate, though, if you get desperate. But I oh. think a cat, like those like reports of it uh, eating livestock and things, yeah. killing livestock, it's got options, doesn't it? That's good. I sprung that on you, but it sounded like you came prepared. Mm. That's good. I know my, I know my shit. Do you? Yeah. Alright, where's the beast? Well. We're sick of looking. <laughs> I was just walking on and um, <clears throat> you said something that I found kind of interesting. This is uh, not Danny anymore. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Alfie Schoyer. It's my other brother. brother. Twin of Twin. Danny. Oh, it's slipping in the mud now. But you said something. Dream catches are real. Dream catches. So you. You believe in the power of a dream catcher? Yeah, I do. Can you tell me what it does? I've had a dream catcher for about... No, not for about 10 years, and I haven't had a bad dream since. And proof. that's, that's proof, proof in the pudding. So where do you hang it? Not even above my bed anymore, actually. In the corner of my room. Aren't they supposed to be above a window? They are, actually, yeah, in the corner of my room, above my big window. Right. And I haven't had a bad dream in 10 years. There we go. And what are dream catchers meant for? Catching dreams? Bad dreams. Is it? Yeah. I might be all do they, do they catch good dreams or do you just not actually know anything about it? Uh, I just know that I got it because I was scared of nightmares. Right. 
and haven't had a nightmare since. So you could say best that... Best post I've ever made. You could say it's all psychological, though. You could say you were worried about it and then someone bought you something and said, is. this will stop you having a nightmare and it is. made that happen. But you know when you hurt yourself? Yeah. No, when you watch like, something like Mr. Dr. Pimple Popper. Right. <laughs> you okay. um, start making you go... Give like you the shivers. Then you watch like um, ants and all that on the TV. Ants? You think you've got ants on you. Oh, right. Like when you watch an army celebrity ant. You just mentioned Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> I want to just let you know a lot of our listeners are American. They might not know what that is. Can you explain what that TV show is? Dr. Dr. Pimple Popper is the best TV program <laughs> I think ever made. It's about a doctor that pops pimples. Is this a TV show all about watching people get their spots popped? Yeah, and it's the best TV show ever. Not as good as Greg. Greg, um, Greg Wallace. Greg Wallace. Right. Imagine, imagine, imagine Greg Wallace on Dr. Pepper Popper. Well, what a delight. That would be like two worlds collide. Yeah, match made in heaven. That would be. I'd pay to watch that shit. Greg, what's his name? Greg Wallace is Dr. Pepper Popper. I'm really glad I got you on the show. Is that, have I made a cameo, have I? Yeah, well, we'll see what, we'll see what makes the edit, but... I want Simon on the show. I want, I want Simon on the show. Well, good luck. Because most of it you got with Danny, isn't it? It's got background of Dad. And everyone laughing and that. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to sit for a, how much is on there? Well, I don't know. That's what happens when I have to get every episode. You got a lot to cut out. While I've got you here, do you have any thoughts on the Exmoor Beast? Exmoor Beast. Um, I, I believe what Danny said. What's that? That it was a. It makes the most sense, doesn't it? The collector had private a, collection. Yeah, he's went out. Like you said, they found his skull of a tumor up in the moors. Oh, I think it. I think it was a thing, but now it's not a thing. So case closed. Case closed. It's dead. Right. I, I think that's true. That's, makes sense, doesn't it? Does, it makes, makes it less sense. exciting and less mysterious. But it, it makes sense. Yeah. One more thing, since I've got you here. Um, on the walk around, there's like tree stumps yeah. with coins banged into them. Yeah. Do you know what that's about? Um, celebrate Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know. I don't know what I it's about. I think people just started it and it's become... Like become when the they... Thing. Like, I don't it's know. It's like loom bands. And fidget spinners, you know, it just becomes a thing. It's a fad. People, yeah, it's a fad. <laughs> it's okay. a fad. Well, I thanks, Al. I actually don't know what that is, actually. Well, we'll see one in a minute. I'm going to look hard. I reckon it is. Someone just done it once and then bang. People do it, don't they? They do. We've done it before, haven't we? I don't know. I think we've done it. I haven't got a hammer with me. We use rocks. Oh. I'm actually going to find a big rock to stuff. You haven't you got, got a coin? On no. Name. Who carries coins in this day and age? Danny. It's yeah, got ten pound. Nick one of Dan's coins. He's it's got, got ten pound in coins. Yeah. Why? Run it on the fruit machine. He's probably told you about a hundred times. <laughs> right, cheers, now. Do I say goodbye? Yeah, you can if you want. Um, goodbye. Thank you for listening, and I love you all very much. That's professional. That is professional. Again. What are you doing? Putting a 5p in a penny tree. Is that a penny tree? Penny tree. Well, it is a penny tree. So this though. is what we were talking about before, the tree stump with all the coins yeah. smacked in it. I think I put the most expensive coin in. But do you know what, it's, what it does? Good luck. Good luck, make a wish. Good luck, make a wish. Right. I wish to be... I can't actually tell you my wish. No, no keep it to yourself, mate. It's just, do you know what? I always wish for the same wish every time I put something and in. what is it? Um, to be healthy. That's really good. That's how you're still alive with all the crap yeah. you eat. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I treated myself to two jam donut fingers. <laughs> it's what I always, that's the one thing I always wish for, is to be healthy. 
Not for everyone else to be helped. No? Whole fam, just you. Just me. Yeah. Just me. I'm in the forever. Great. I've got some absolute gold from Alf in this. Right, it's our last night in Dalverton. We had a bit of a mishap yeah. with uh, talking to people. Yeah, bank holiday, weren't it? Yeah, what we didn't Miscount take into consideration yeah, was the, one. the day out of box days of bank <laughs> yeah. holiday. So we didn't get to ask anyone. But I think we've done a good job of talking about the beast and, and some good theories. Yeah. And people have got some nice Christmas ex more ambience. Yeah, I think so as well. So to cap it off, what are we doing there? Well, I'm not really an ale drinker, but... We are, well, Bob is, but we're trying the Exmoor Beast Strong Ale. And it's too strong for me. So what's it taste like? Take, take a sip. Right, I'll, 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 I'll take a sip as well. I'm going to take a sip. I'll leave that in there. Do you want a little sandwich? <laughs> Let me take another take. Let me take another sip. I'll be honest, it's not actually that nice. Yeah, it's not. But it's really strong, like it's like it's quite really roasty. Yeah, roasty. That's a good yeah, word. Yeah, roasty. Roasty. You can tell they sort for a brewery. Yeah, <laughs> roasty and gone. Roasty is my descriptor. What are you using? Rank rancid. Yeah, rancid, rank, and roasty. <laughs> <laughs> roasted. So we're gonna sit and drink this. Dan's got a little thimble. We're gonna see if we can get through it. Yeah. I've got to finish the rest of the bottle. Oof. She's back in all of this. She's got some. Oh, she? She's got one the same as you. See, look, even looking at the bottle, that looks like a puma. Yeah. They've tried to. They know it's a puma. Yeah, they know it's a puma. It's a gimmick. We all know it's gone. It's a bloody gimmick. But it's a nice little bonus yeah. Christmas, New Year episode for everyone. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've Thanks enjoyed for joining me, Dan. I've been it's trying fun. to get you on forever. No worries. I'll be happy to do it again. Maybe actually interview people next time. And yeah. Do something different. And next time we're up in Leeds, maybe we'll do something up yeah. in Leeds. I'm sure there's lots around there we haven't done yet. Definitely. So, um, you can hear Alf in the background, moaning on. Yeah, moaning about. But as it goes, we'll start wrapping up. Yeah. Listeners, if you've enjoyed it, contact at wtatpod at gmail.com or go to weirdtalesandexplainable.com. There's a contact through there. Also on their website, there are ways to buy merchandise, support us monetarily, uh, find us on social media, do all that stuff. And you can go to bobshoy.com. That's B-O-B-S-H-O-Y.com to see the other shows I work on. Uh, and you can go to patreon.com slash bobshoy to support me for editing and researching and hosting and everything with all those podcasts. And Dan, yeah. is anything anywhere that you want them to find you on social media? Uh, yeah, you can look me up on Instagram, dshoy with two Ys. And that's that's about it. What have you got up on there? Skateboarding? Skate, yeah, skateboarding clips, pictures of myself. Just, yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'll put a link in the show notes to follow Dan's uh, skateboarding Instagram. Do it. Get me, get me sponsored. Give him a boost. Yeah. Alright everyone, peace. Love you lots. Love you too. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Good night. Good night. What is it first? Is it gonna It's a recorder. So I'm with a local. Excuse me. Would you happen to know anything about the Exmoor Beast? Yeah, I do actually, yeah. yeah well, could you tell me about the Exmoor Beast? Um, so the Exmoor Beast is a big black monster um, with claws. 
closure. Have you ever, have you ever spotted the Exmoor bass in the moors? Yeah, he's in my, he's in my front room right now. He's singing Christmas songs. Does he like a drink? He loves a drink, yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.